Welcome to All In with William Brogue. I am your host, Brogan, at BRZonky21 on Twitter. Joined here by my co-host, Willie, at Josh underscore Johans on Twitter. We're here to talk about NFL sports betting and make our predictions and hope to make our listeners some money. Um, we're going to start out, I'll talk a little bit about my uh, my betting, betting career last year. Um, I started tracking my picks. Um, NFL spreads, as, as some of you know, I have my uh, own Steelers podcast, and I had a segment called Brogan's Best Bets where I made uh, five wa- weekly wagers last last year. I ended up going uh, 50, 31, and 3 on the year, um, hitting just above 50, uh, 59.5% there, so hitting that a pretty good clip um, on the year there. Hoping to have a have a good year here in year two, and uh, I'll turn it over to Willie. He he had uh, over 200 picks last year in the NFL season, and he'll talk a little bit about those. Yep. So like you said, I had about 200 picks. I actually did more, but for some reason or another, I caught up things. I kept track through about 200, 210 games. Uh, pretty good record. Um, is around 59% hitting. Um, that was college and NFL combined. I wish I would have separated them um, just to kind of see uh, what I did better at. Um, week one, be interesting. Yeah, and, and like you said there, it's going to be interesting. Some some places I think are having, wasn't it the Chiefs, I think, are planning on having some fans. Some places are not going to have fans at all at the beginning of the year and some not at all for the year. Um, personally, I just think it's going to be real interesting to see how, how the books are going to adjust the lines for home field advantage and, you know, how that plays a factor. Well, then I don't know, is that regulated state by state or that determines how many fans get in? I I don't really know the gist of it yet. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, neither do I, it's the Corona bros are out in full effect in certain states (laughs) and they're not in others. Yeah, I know in Minnesota, being a Vikings fan, they they banned any events for the first month, so no fans for the first two games for sure. And uh, yeah, I had tickets to the Steelers game in end of September, and they're going no fans for their first two home games. So, so I'm SOL there. And I think my biggest takeaway here is is early on in the season, anyways, gonna gonna be treading lightly to see uh, how teams respond to, to the no fans, how how the books are gonna play it. Um, the home field advantage. So I'm going to tread lightly early on, try to get my feet under me a little bit there and, and feel things out. Um, I personally, I just think the teams that most are going to be most successful and, and the best to bet on this year are, are going to be the ones who have the majority of their roster core coming back and, and not a lot of change because you're going to, you're going to need that continuity um, and the familiarity there to have success. I, I think at least, especially early on. I completely agree with that. And, and no preseason. I mean, as much as preseason, a lot of people hated it, you got some idea of at least, you know, how they play or maybe some of the uh, players under the radar, how they perform, some of the rookies. I mean, you get nothing. No idea. So we're going in as blind as ever this year. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never seen so many people complain about not having preseason football. Normally they're complaining that it is preseason, but uh, you're exactly right there. Give it a few years and it'll be uh, no preseason begging for it again. 
<laughs> yeah, you're correct. All righty. Well, uh, let's take a dive right into week one here. Um, all of our odds are not sponsored by DraftKings, but our, we are using DraftKings odds. Um, that's the book I use here in Iowa. That's the book Willie also uses here in Iowa. Um, so that's where we'll be finding our odds, and, and it's probably the most relevant um, nationwide sports book out there. All righty. So, yeah, and I took my odds from from noon today. I don't have the most current. You'll have the most current ones, um, but I can't imagine they'll be too far off. Yeah, I, I do have the most current here up in front of me. Um, we'll start out with the uh, Texans-Chiefs Thursday night football. Um, Texans are nine-point underdogs in Kansas City there. Um, total sitting at 54.5 right now. Um, I'll go ahead and kick kick us off here. Um, and for those, those I'll, I'll plug a little DraftKings here. Um, DraftKings is running a promo for the 101st season of NFL football. Um, you can take the Chiefs plus 101 points um, up to $50 uh, max bet there and uh, win yourself some free money, $45 free if you max it out there. So I'll just plug that promo in there for, for DraftKings there. I, I'm taking a part in that for sure. Um, as for the game, I I think the uh, spread is just a little too large for my liking there. Nine, um, I, I, I'd lean Kansas City to cover the nine. I think the Texans are going to be down a little bit this year, um, but they still do have Deshaun Watson. And, and being I do have that uh, free promo, the free money, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, sit on that money. Um, I think I think my – most ideal bet in this game, though, is not on the spread. It'd be more on the total. Um, these two teams played twice last season, once in the regular season, I believe, in October. Um, the other one was in the postseason. Um, regular season total, they, they finished with 55 points there. Um, I believe the Chiefs won the game uh, there by a touchdown. And in the postseason, the Chiefs won the game 51-31, to 31, totaling at 82 points. Um, I, I said I leaned to the Chiefs minus nine. Um, uh, that's not a strong lean by any means. I, I do have a strong lean on the over 54 and a half, but ultimately I'm going to stay away um, being that it is opening night. I guess you never know either one, the offenses might underperform or, or two, the defenses might underperform and, and help you out there, but I'm going to stay away and pass that game. Um, also with you on that, I passed, but I also lean Chiefs minus nine um, just because Returning Super Bowl champs, and uh, I don't know if college is foreshadowing anything at all, but the favorites dominated in college. They just rolled through everybody. Even the close spreads were blowouts. Maybe that is a trend with NFL, with being no practice or anything, or not really practice, but no. All righty, and we're back uh, here. We did have a little technical difficulty, so bear with us here. First time recording, and, and we're doing it via Zoom like most of the world right now. Um, so wrap it up there for the first game. Uh, I lean the over strong, um, small lean to the Chiefs. Willie leans Chiefs um, there as well. Um, I sure hope that uh, these two teams have practiced tackling, unlike the Navy team last night. Speaking of college football there, uh, they didn't practice tackling at all in, in the offseason there in, in live practice, and they didn't do it again last night. That was, uh, that was a blowout. Good, good night to be on BYU, though. All righty. We'll go to game two here, and uh, it's going to be the uh, Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Browns, eight-point underdogs. 
total sitting at 48, 48 and a half points. Willie, do you, do you got any bets here? I just have a lean. I lean Browns. Uh, they played each other twice last year. I believe Browns beat them one of the games. And uh, Browns have had all offseason what, I mean, I guess what was of offseason uh, to prepare for Lamar. Um, feel like uh, playing them twice last year, they got some uh, familiar with them. And uh, just giving up too much uh, over a touchdown is just too much for me. So I got I, I lean Browns eight, but not enough confidence to throw a unit on it. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Um, like you said, they played last year twice. Um, the game in the September, which obviously this game is obviously in September again. Um, the Browns dominated that game, and they really uh, stuck it to the stuck it to the Ravens there. Um, I don't see that happening again. But but lane, uh, getting eight points, I think, is enough. You know, I could see the game being a touchdown there. Um, I'm going to lean the Browns plus eight, but but it's not not a play for me. I'll pass the game as well. Game number three here, um, what we have is we have the Eagles minus six at the Washington football team. I'll say the Redskins total of 43. I have uh, Eagles minus six, and I have one unit on this one. I just – I didn't see anything in Haskins last year. He's got to prove something. And if I'm getting under a touchdown at six, I'll get the Eagles. I know they were injury plagued last year, no receivers at all. Um, they are uh, you know, a little bit healthier than last year. Um, and uh, I trust in wins. Experience over uh, Haskins. Yeah, I I like the uh, one unit on the Eagles. One unit one on the Eagles minus six there for Willie. I, I like the Eagles here to win. Um, last year they played twice. The Eagles won, uh, won them both. I believe they won the first game by five, and they handled them the second game. Um, I'm not comfortable laying the six early here. Um, the Eagles are, are banged up and missing two starting linemen um, going against uh, Chase Young there. Uh, I'm not comfortable laying the six. I do like the Eagles to win a close one. Um, the the bet I like in this game is the over 43. Last year they played twice. Um, over 43 was smashed in both those games. I don't think the Eagles' defense is very good. I don't think the Redskins' defense is very good. Um, give me one unit on the over 43. Next game here we have the uh, Colts at the Jaguars. Colts minus eight at the Jaguars. Total sitting at 45. I'll start this one off here. Um, Jags might be the worst team in football this year. Um, probably are going to be. Um, I just don't know enough about Phillip Rivers with his new team here to lay eight points. Not confident enough in, in doing that, um, even though the Jags are terrible. I do love the Colts in a six-point teaser um, with the next game up on the list, so, so I'll hold off there. Uh, they will be a part of that teaser there, but but no other place. I again, Colts minus eight. That's just too many points. But Jags are. I mean, it seemed like they were just thrown away this year. They're getting rid of everybody. I'm not touching that game, but I do like the under under uh, 45. I don't see how either of these teams can really score. Uh, one unit on the under 45 for me. Alrighty. So Bill, Bill's got one unit on the uh, under there, 45. Um, we'll hop on to the next game here. We got the New York Jets at the Buffalo Bills. Jets getting six and a half, total at 39 and a half. 
And uh, I'll kick this one off, being that uh, I already hinted at this. Um, I'm going to tease the Colts with the Bills. Um, I like the Bills to win this game. I think the Jets are going to have another terrible year. Um, I just, yeah, I think they're a horribly ran franchise. Um, So you're going to give me a six-point teaser. We'll tease the Colts down to two, and uh, we'll take the Bills minus a half for two units. So Colts minus two, Bills minus a half, six-point teaser for two units. do like that one. I forgot about teasers. Um, I have a a Bills minus six just to lean. I think Jets are just a terrible team. Um, I don't really think they're well coached. I don't think they they ever sold me on that last year. We haven't seen enough of Darnold with Mono half the season last year. He had some stints where he looked good. Um, and they lost Robbie Anderson. He was their number one wide receiver. I don't even know who their who their number one wide receiver is this year. Maybe on Bell just never really clicked with them. I, I lean just a lean for the Bills minus six. Can't believe you forgot about the teaser there. That's kind of one of our staples. Uh, you know, knowing each other, we, we like doing a little teasing action and, and seeing seeing what odds we can really screw up the best. Um, next game here, we got Dolphins at the Patriots. Dolphins getting six and a half, total at 43. I'll let you take this one, Willie. This is my two-unit pick. I have Dolphins plus six and a half. Dolphins really started coming on last year. They finished the season strong. Um I think they got a great coach, and Patriots trended the opposite way towards the end of the year last year. Not only that, they have multiple players holding out this year with a Corona, um, completely new quarterback, Cam Newton. You never know what you're going to get with him. I mean, going back to his last eight starts, I think he was, what, 0-8 in his last eight starts. Granted, he wasn't healthy, but uh, Patriots, I think they're just getting they're getting six and a half points based on the name. Um, not on the talent, not on the team this year. Six and a half is too much, two units, Dolphins six and a half. All righty. Um, ultimately, I'm going to pass on this game. Um, I think the Pats D is still going to be pretty legit, um, like you hinted at there. Too much unknown with Cam Newton. Um, what was it, t- early 2018 he was playing well, kind of got dinged up, and it's been shit ever since. Um, the Dolphins are starting Fitzpatrick. Um, you know, he, he's one that either brings it and plays well and keeps the Dolphins in the game and possibly wins a game, or he throws four interceptions and the Dolphins lose by 20. Um, too much unknowns about the Patriots, um, especially this early in the season. I'm just going to pass on the game. All righty. Next game here, we have the um, Chicago Bears at the Detroit Lions. Bears getting three points, total at 44 and a half. I'll, I'll take this one here. Um, Trubisky is starting over fulls here, and there's going to be a lot of pressure on uh, Matt Trubisky to to be successful. I think the Bears, um, here, here's a little side wager for you guys. I think the Bears under could be a good play this year. I, I'm not confident enough to, to lay a unit on myself. I think the quarterback um, switching between Foles and Trubisky uh, could, could be happening often throughout the year. I do like Matt Nagy a lot, um, and their defense should be solid. But the Lions are a heck of a lot better ball club with a healthy Matt Stafford, and and I just don't feel comfortable, uh, you know, getting three points with the Bears and leaning that way. I'm just going to pass the game. 
I agree with you. That's a complete pass. I think the line's right where it should be. There's just too much unknowns. That quarterback battle between Foles and Trubisky, it's just like you have two options and neither are good. So I don't really know what to think of them. Um, he had that one-year wonder with them where they went like something 14-2 and two or 13-3. and three. And then last year they laid a dud. Um, if I were to lean, I'd lean Bears plus three just because you're giving points. But uh, it's a pass. All righty, on to the next one here. We got the Seattle Seahawks minus one and a half at the Atlanta Falcons. We got a, uh, a road favorite here. Um, total set up 49. Go ahead, Willie. I have uh, one unit on Seahawks minus one and a half. I'm getting the better quarterback. Um, Falcons just were a mess all season last year. Um, I don't know if they got enough to get things together this year. Um, Matt Ryan's still a good quarterback, but give me Russell Wilson and less than a field goal, and I'll take that any day. And like I said, home field advantage just isn't, I don't think it's going to be what it was without fans. So even though Seahawks are away, uh, I'll still, uh, I'll still take them to cover one unit. All righty. Yeah. Um, Falcons, you know, they, they did struggle last year. Um, they, they did get a little bit better later in the season. I believe, uh, Dan was it's who's their coach uh, Dan Quinn correct I believe uh he gave the defensive calling yeah. yeah he gave up the defensive calling and let someone else become D coordinator there and that's kind of when they started to have a little more success um I just still don't buy into them Todd Gurley I think is is uh injury prone I think that arthritis in the knee has got him washed up um Matt Ryan um he's a good quarterback like you said just I trust Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll a lot more um, on that side, I'm also on the Seahawks minus one and a half for one unit, and that's a best bet there. Alrighty, on to the next one here. We have Willie's Vikings um, playing host to the Green Bay Packers. Vikings minus two and a half at home here. Total at forty six. I guess this is just typical rivalry. Um, I only lean Vikings minus two and a half. That's some homer in me and bias. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, you never know what you're going to get with those with those two facing each other. It's going to be a great game, I think, either way. Um, just because it's less than a touchdown, that's why I take the Vikings minus two and a half. Yeah, but I, just a lean. Just a lean for me. I'm not laying any units on that. I, I'm with you there. Um, I think the Vikings probably are the better team. Um especially at home, but you don't know how good home field advantage is here. Um, I like the Vikings to win the game, um, but I also, part of me thinks, oh, Rodgers could be on a uh, on a revenge tour, a little pissed off tour after the Packers drafting Jordan Love, and he wants to go out and prove it to everyone. Um, just, just a rivalry. You, you never know what's going to happen. I'm going to pass the game as well. Uh, side note there, did you hear that? Uh Jordan Love is the third string quarterback, not even the second string. I don't really know what the deal is there. <laughs> who's who's their backup? I can't remember. Uh, Colin was talking about it today, but someone he never heard of out of St. Francis or some <laughs> college like that. But uh, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, yeah, that is there. Uh, I didn't hear that, but I'm I'm not surprised 
either. I wasn't that high on a Jordan, Jordan Love uh, coming out of school there. Next game here, the last noon noon kickoff we have, we have the uh, Las Vegas Raiders minus three and a half at the Carolina Panthers. Total at 45, 47 and a half, excuse me, 47 and a half there. Um, Las Vegas Raiders, their first game out of Vegas. Um, new quarterback in in Teddy Two Gloves, uh, Bridgewater there for Carolina. New coach in Matt Rule. Um, I, I really like Matt Rule long term, um, but I don't like um, him coaching his first week in the NFL here, especially in, in the circumstances we've had so far this year. Um, I like the Raiders. I lean the Raiders here. Um, the long flight, longer flight has me worried, um, especially early in the year here. Just just too much unknowns. I lean the uh, experienced QB and experienced coach Gruden and uh, Carr there, but I'll pass the game. I am complete opposite here. I actually have two units for this on the Panthers, plus three and a half. Um, I feel like they're the better team here. But like you said, unknowns. You got Teddy Bridgewater, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is an upgrade from last year's quarterback. Um, new coach, new quarterback is going to be tough, but Raiders don't have a wide receiver. They have, what, Renfro, Hunter Renfro as their number one, yeah. and then maybe a rookie in their depth charts as another as another top receiver. I don't know who Carr's going to throw to. They got a young running back, although good with that Jackson, but I, I just think the wrong team's favored. I get that it's cross country and home field, but it's a new stadium too for the Raiders. They've never played there. Um, and without any fans, it's more of a neutral site, if anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I like Panthers here, two units. All righty. Well, he's got the Panthers plus three and a half there for two units. He does make a good point. Um, Last I knew, Tyrell Williams, the uh, Raiders' number one receiver, he uh, tore his peck, I think, or tore his bicep, one of the two. He's going to try to give it a go, but it, but it's not looking promising. They got Henry Ruggs and Hunter Renfro as their top two receivers. Um, but like I said, I'll pass. Willie will put two units on the Panthers there. Um, next game up here, we got the, uh, the battle for the number one pick, maybe, has begun already. The Chargers and the Bengals. Chargers minus three and a half at Cincinnati. Total at 43 here. I'll start this one off. Um, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow um, in his rookie debut versus Tyrod Taylor. Um, and, and a lot of unknowns for, for the Chargers post Phillip Rivers era. Um, I'm just not touching this game with a 30-foot pole. Uh, I'm going to pass. I, I pass, too. I, I don't even know a lean here. Flip a coin. You got, you got two new quarterbacks. You got the biggest unknown in Burroughs, who had just coming off the best collegiate career maybe ever by a quarterback. Um, who knows how to transition in the NFL. And Tyrod Taylor, too many unknowns. I, I have complete pass, not even a lean. All righty, next game up here we have the Arizona Cardinals plus seven at the San Francisco 49ers, total at 47.5. Go ahead, Willie. I have uh, just a lean of the cards plus seven. Uh, did you say you got it at seven and a half? Uh, or seven? It's up to uh, seven. Seven. Totals, the total's at 47 okay, and yeah. a half. Okay. Yeah, I had it at seven. Uh, I cards plus seven, just a lean. Um, Cardinals are always constantly improving. Uh, you know, still a young coach. Um, 
young quarterback there with the DeAndre Hopkins signing. Um, he'll be uh, pretty big with that offense uh, and really help Murray out. Um, I think they have a, a – drawing a blank on the running back there. Kenyon Drake. Running back now. Kenyon Drake. Yeah. So, and just too many unknowns. He, he went to the there, I believe, like week 10 or 11 last year. So, so I mean, who knows how they'll match, but, but seven points, quite a bit. Um, I think it's actually right, probably where it needs to be. So that's just a lean cards. All righty. Yeah. Um, Kyler Murray and company there um, getting DeAndre Hopkins, um, who, who just got paid today. Man, uh, highest paid receiver um, per, per annual salary there ever. So quite impressive and well-deserved. Um, you know, he, he's going to be loaded up with weapons. Kenyon Drake played well in the Cardinals offense um, last year once he got traded from Miami. Um, you still have Larry Fitzgerald, who is still somehow Mr. Reliable, um, even this far in his career. I really like Kyler Murray. Um, they started last year 0-3-1, and, and, and they got a lot better. Um, I think the Niners are going to be down down just a little bit this year after last year's runners-up. Um, I think the Niners win this game, but give me a full touchdown. I'll take the Cardinals plus seven for one unit there. All righty, next game up, we got the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New Orleans Saints. Bucks getting three and a half points. And the over set at over under set at 49. And uh, I'll start this game off. A lot, obviously, a lot of hype around the Buccaneers, a lot of big names. Their uh, offense almost looks like a team you'd fantasy draft uh, five years ago, um, all in the first round. And and I like the Bucks defense a lot. And, and their former coach, Bruce Arians, I think he's a good leader. He, he did well when he filled in in Indianapolis, and he did okay in Arizona there. Um, but I just don't trust, trust Tom Brady to uh, to succeed at this point in his career here. Um, last year, he was a below-average quarterback. And if, if you look at the advanced stats um, for passes that should have been completed and they weren't, Tom Brady uh, was number one in that category. So he really struggled with accuracy, especially throwing the ball down the field. He's got a lot of deep weapons, and, and he, his arm wasn't proven um, last year. Um, he, he really struggled. I think he's a bigger downgrade than than people think here. I think he's declining quicker than people think, I should say. Um, I like the Saints here. I think there's a lot of, a lot of um, juice on the Bucks line. I think a lot of public bettors are going to want to bet on Brady in that high-powered offense. Give me the Saints at home, minus th- three. We're going to buy the hook there to get us down to three for one unit. I am uh, opposite of you. I have one unit on Bucks plus three and a half. Um, I'm a big believer still in Brady. Uh, things just didn't go his way last year. And and talk about losing arm strength. I think Drew Brees, you can put him right in that category um, with a decline. And I just think Bucks have way too many weapons across the board everywhere. They got two stud tight ends. They got two of the top five wide receivers. I mean, top 10 at least. Um, they just got way too many weapons to bail Tom Brady out. He does. He just got to be a game manager is all he's got to be. He doesn't, they're not, they don't even have to ask a whole lot from him for them to do good. And like I said, they're like you were saying, their defense was really coming around towards the end of the year last year. Um, I just really like that three and a half. So I have one unit bucks plus three and a half. 
Yeah, I guess that's our uh, first head-to-head um, there. Like I said, I'll buy the hook. Saints uh, minus three for, for one unit there. Um, I think Drew Brees has got something to prove, and I think their offense is going to be a little bit improved there. Michael Thomas, a healthy Alvin Kamara, and uh, Emmanuel Sanders, a nice addition to the team there as well. Next game up here, we got Sunday Night Football. Cowboys minus three at the Los Angeles Rams, total at 52. Go ahead, Willie. This is I lean Rams plus three, um, but God, that's this is a tough game. I think it's right where it needs to be. That line, Jared Goff, he he was on a big decline last year. Um, he just was in a big slump. Um, Cooper Cup was injured pretty much all year last year. Uh, just nothing really went together real well last year. Um, Todd Gurley, who knows if he was really a you know, a disease in a locker room, as some would say. Um, maybe it was better for them to get rid of him. Um, but they got another. They got a rookie that Cam Akers that might have to step up at running back. Too many unknowns. And then Cowboys, they underperform halftime anyway. So just a lean Rams plus three. Yeah, a um, couple things to point out there. I agree with about everything you said in terms of. Uh, you know, golf and and, and Gurley and, and the locker room. Um, I think the Rams have the most to also benefit um, besides the Chargers of, of not having any fans um, compared to most teams. And, you know, the, the fan base out in L.A. just isn't good for football. I don't ever get why they left St. Louis. That's, that's an argument for another day. Um, I think the Cowboys are the better team. I'm interested to see how the Rams bounce back after a season where they're coming in with high aspirations. Um, off the Super Bowl runner-up, and then they kind of laid an egg last year. Jared Goff underperformed. Todd Gurley's not healthy. I'm interested to see how they bounce back. I I, I like Sean McVay a lot. I hope he continues to succeed. Um, I'm going to ultimately lean the Cowboys there. I think they have a little more firepower, a little more, uh, a little better defense, um, minus three, but ultimately not, not a strong enough lean to put any any unit on that. I'll uh, just sit back and enjoy uh, watching Kerry Underwood kick off Sunday Night Football there. Did you watch Hard Knocks this year? I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't either. I didn't know if, if you get any. Uh, wasn't it on the Rams? Or yeah. No, it was on the Chargers. Yeah, it was uh, actually split between them both. Um, they did. They did at L.A. Uh, Hard I didn't Knocks. know if they got any. If they got any inside inf- info on the Rams and how they look this year? Yeah, I. I, I guess I didn't. Yeah, watch. I didn't watch it either yet. Alrighty. Well, uh, looks like here we got to get to Monday night football. Um, I got the Homer pick coming up here. Steelers minus five and a half at the New York giants. Um, total, uh, sitting at 47 and a half. I'll let you go. And then, uh, I'll give my thoughts here. Second, um, being, I've, uh, obviously have a little home Homer feelings, uh, on this game here. <laughs> I have one unit giants plus six buying the uh, half point there. Um, Ben's getting up there in age and just too many unknowns um, with that injury. I don't know if, it, if it's lingering at all, if he's back 100% healthy. Um, he's still got a mess with the receivers. If him and Juju can pick up from where they left off, um, and we'll just see. Uh, I think uh, six is too many points to give up, so I like a Giants plus six, one unit. Yeah, and uh... – I'm, uh, we're going to go head-to-head here again, obviously. Um, Giants are starting two offensive tackle, rookie offensive tackles after Nate Soldier's opted out. 
Um, the Steelers have led the league in sacks the last three years. They've got um, a guy who finished top three in defensive player of the year last year and TJ Watt and uh, Bud Dupree on the other side. They just extended Cam Hayward. Um, their, their front four are, are just phenomenal, and I think they're going to give those two rookie offensive tackles fits um, all night. I think the Steelers might be might have the best defense in the NFL. Obviously a little biased there, but, but um, even non-biased, you can't say they're not a top five defense. Um, the biggest question mark, you already hit on it. How good is Ben Roethlisberger, Roethlisberger going to be this year? Um, you know, you, you talked about the lingering injury. Um, he said it's something that's really bothered him for the last three and a half, four years that he kind of just played through. And then finally last year when he had that throw over Seattle, he said he could feel the, the, the tendons. Um, they're actually the tendons that connect from your uh, fingers to your elbow there, the inside of your elbow. He said he felt three out of the five pop. Um, so he had surgery there. I He says he's throwing pain-free for the first time in three to four years. How much of that is, you know, um, just good media, good publicity. Um, I guess we'll find out. Uh, I'm truly going to believe him, though. Give me the Steelers, minus five and a half, one unit um, on that there. I think that uh, the Giants' offense is, is not very good. Saquon's obviously a stud. Just don't trust Danny Jones in that offensive line. I don't think their defense is, is very good, and I believe the Giants have the uh, second most people sitting out due to Corona behind the uh, Patriots. Give me one unit on the Steelers, minus five and a half. Also, give me one unit on the under, 47 and a half. Um, I don't see the the uh, Giants offense scoring very much. I don't think the Steelers are going to come out and throw up a whole lot of points. Um, I see the total landing in in, in the low, lower 40s, upper 30s there. So one unit on the under, 47 and a half. One unit on the Steelers, minus five and a half. And to wrap up week one here, we have the uh, Titans – at the Broncos, right now, DraftKings does not have a line on the spread. Last I knew, it was a uh, it was plus one for the Titans there. Um, looks like the money line's dead even there, so that they, they must be saying it's it's uh, no spread there. Total set at 41. And uh, I'm, I'll start this one off here. First? Yeah, I'll start it off here. Uh Titans are are solid ball club coming off AFC Championship appearance there. Um, they really really impress some people late in the season, and and you're going up against an unproven Drew Locke. Um, I know a lot of people are high on him. I'm not that high on him. Uh, I kind of want to see a little more before I'm going to throw all my cards in the, into that basket and really get on the high horse there for Drew Locke. Um, I think Derrick Henry's a stud. Titans. Shirt up with uh, Jadavion Clowney this week weekend. They already have a good defense, a defensive-minded coach and Mike Vrabel. Um, give me the Titans' money line, two units. Well, this one, I I have just a lean Titans. Um, reason being, they're coming off playoff, uh, playoff win even last year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill seemed to be actually hitting his stride and seemed to fit in finally uh, pretty solid with a team. Um, but the big unknown is uh, is weather. Um, I guess uh, Denver is going to get pounded with snow overnight tonight, tomorrow. They're saying they could get up to a foot of snow. I don't know if that's all going to melt by then. I haven't really heard any more on that. Um but also, I don't even know if I can name the Broncos quarterback. Who, who is who's their starter back? Their what? 
their starting quarterback. Drew Locke. He's the uh, he's a rookie out of Missouri, uh, second year this year. He played for him. Uh, late, uh, late yeah, last that's. Year. A, that's why I got I got to lean Titans, but I just don't know. I don't know enough about the Broncos um, to really uh, have a, a solid, um, yeah, solid answer for this game. So just a lean Titans for me. All righty. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up here in week one. I'll I'll go ahead and run through all my my bets where I have units. Um, then Willie can run through his, and uh, we can wrap it up there. And and we'll be back next week to recap, of course. Um, I have the Eagles over 43 um, for one unit there. Colts minus two, Bills minus a half a point. Two unit, six point teaser there. That's probably my best bet of the week, my favorite bet of the week there. Um, Seahawks minus one and a half for one unit. Um, Willie also has Seahawks minus one and a half for one unit. That's a uh, all-in best bet there. And Cardinals plus seven for one unit. Saints minus three for one unit. Steelers minus five and a half for one unit. And uh, under 47 and a half for one unit. And then the Titans money line for two units. And for Willie here, he has Eagles minus six for one unit. Jags under 45 for one unit. Bucks plus three and a half for one unit. Giants plus six for one unit. Seahawks minus one and a half there for one unit. That was the uh, all-in best bet of the week there um, where me and Willie matched. He's got two unit wagers on Carolina plus three and a half. Dolphins plus six and a half there. And that wraps it up for uh, for week one in terms of our bets. Go ahead and give us a foul on Twitter. I'm uh, me, Brogan, here at brizanki21, my co-host here. Willie is at Josh underscore Johans. Um, hopefully you guys have a good week. Hopefully we, uh, make some money and hit some winners there. Um, go ahead and give us a like share, um, get, get this thing out there a little bit. It's our first time. So, uh, bear with us. We'll get better from here, but, uh, thank you for uh, listening and, uh, appreciate it and good luck this weekend.